0: What's up, you dirt bags? We are back. This is the number one podcast for dirt bags around the world. I am your host, Luke Egebraten, owner of Phaser Marketing, Dirt Work Marketing, and of course, the Dirt Bags Podcast. I've got my co host here, Luke Payne, who owns Black Iron Dirt, Western Excavation, and Dirt Bags Media Group. How are we doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Not too bad. We got switching it up a little bit. I'm at my parents house. So I had some Guinness in the fridge.
1: Oh, you know, cheers to the Guinness, but you're straying away from the whiskey a little bit. Although I feel like whiskey's gone up. So we should probably start working on our whiskey sponsorship.
0: Yeah, I know we need to we need to double down on, to that. on that. Um, but huge shout out to my dad at Off Duty Chief. He I'm up in Minnesota right now at my parents and he set me up with his old studio and everything. So You've got the whole industrial look behind you. It looks good. Yeah, it's the real, the brick, <laughs> paper wall. Uh, no, but I I was scrambling a little bit. I was like, shoot, Luke and I are recording a, a Dirtbags episode tonight. And he's like, say no more. And I he just you, run, runs downstairs and <laughs> hooks me up. So appreciate you, dad. You're the man.
1: I love it. Also, shout out to Luke Eggebrotten for the new mic setup. If you guys could have seen our mic before this podcast, I had a little like styrofoam block that was holding up like a 20 dollar walmart mic and luke this looks pretty good
0: yeah i think
1: i think you drained the dirtbags bank account with this but (laughs) it looks really good
0: hey we're investing back into the the dirtbags media group but um maybe if if brandon could um, put up a picture of your old setup i think people (laughs) understand what you had literally that mic up on a styrofoam block Uh, (laughs) i didn't even ask you if you wanted a new mic i just sent you you just did it
1: Uh, I right. Well, thank you for that. It's many, many podcasts to come that she'll provide us with. So thank you again. Cheers to that.
0: Cheers, man. And you sound great. So that's the most important thing. But um, speaking of the number one podcast for dirt bags around the world, I mean, I want to talk a little bit about our last episode. For those listening, um, our last episode, we had James Doyle, owner of Innovative Lawn and Landscape. And it basically broke our podcast and our website and everything. It exploded and passed every episode we've done since the beginning in day two. I mean it was just it was bananas. Dude, he's a real dirt bag. Like I would consider James a straight up dirtbag for that. Yeah.
1: There was um I can't remember what it was. Um oh it was Will Power. He was on Build with and he had posted it on a story and I had listed listened to that podcast recently and the dude like fell asleep at stoplights because he was working so hard and James was like hey everybody listen to this and I swiped up and I said that and he goes dude that was me in the union I'm like fuck I've never had that type of experience I'm like dude you're fucking hardcore and he goes hell yeah brother running hard so I was, he was laughing but I was like dude you're a dirt bag you are a straight up dirt bag
0: yeah he may not admit it but uh I'd say he's certified so um we'll send him his certificate in the mail and uh no, he, it was great to have him on the podcast. He, you know, like you and I talked about, we really want to get below the surface level with the dirt bags and not talk about what everyone else is talking about in other podcasts and other industries. And it's just, how can you dive into the real issues and the real solutions and, you know, different things like that. So, uh, man, it, you know, the first few minutes, it took a bit to to dive in. But once we broke him and once we dove in ourselves, it was like, all of a sudden an hour had gone by i didn't even realize it
1: yeah well we had to remember we stopped recording and then we got into such a deep conversation that you started recording again and we're like this is way too good
0: yeah so we're going to put out some bonus content i don't know if brandon had put it out yet but uh keep your eyes peeled for that i literally had to hit record again and uh you know keep her moving
1: that was good that was really good no his he had some really good insight i've always looked up to james so it's it was really fun to kind of dive in and talk to him like you said it was a little slow at first but I feel like you got to kind of get that trust with people. Yeah. And, it, you know, maybe took him a little bit longer to get it with us. But once he got it, he was boom, fucking way up there.
0: Yeah. And I got to give him a big shout out, too, because he, you know, posted a couple of things to his story, obviously about mm-hmm. us. Uh, but then he put a really nice video about, um, like myself and yep. Baser and like what we do for construction companies. And uh, we're actually rebuilding his website and revamping everything. And, uh, he gave me a shout out, and then like the leads on our website just started filling in. So oh, I'm sure, um, and a lot of them, yeah, on the East Coast and some kind of um, all over. But you know, huge oh, yeah. thanks to him, and it just shows like, you know, if if you know somebody does great work, or if you know somebody that you trust with others, um, you know, give them a shout out because it uh, it can help their business a ton. So it it definitely helped us, and I was stoked to see see him do that. He did what we're trying to do. He yeah. worked with you, he recommended you, and look
1: at all the people that followed his recommendation because of what he built and they trust.
0: Yeah, no, it's huge. Like that's literally what we're doing with the dirt bags, except, yeah. you know, a little bit of a wider scope of, yeah, do you need digital marketing for your business? Do you need a financial person? Do you need a tax person? Uh, you know, whatever it is, when you're starting out, you don't even really know where to go or who to go to. So you kind of just, you know, drive to the local dealership mm-hmm. or, um maybe ask your parents what to do so luke and i are trying to be those dirt bags that you can just go to and ask questions um ask you know go to our website and look at who we trust and who to use and then uh also if you're a business you know reach out to us as well because we'd like to see how you can help some of our listeners as well
1: we want to be those tools in the right way of the word tools
0: (laughs) I was gonna say the first thought i had was not a good tool
1: <laughs> i was laughing when i was thinking about that i was like this could go one of two ways i have to specify but no that's you're 100 percent right yeah. um but speak go ahead
0: i was gonna i was gonna say something stupid i was gonna say uh, yeah we want to be the tools
1: yeah tools their same thing um but speaking of podcasts i think we have a really good next guest coming up i think that one's going to break a lot of charts and then it's just going to be a really good conversation. Cause I know a lot of people look up to him from what he's built.
0: Yeah. Spotify actually contacted me and they, they heard, they got wind of who we're having on the next, uh, guest. And they said, we're warming up your seat at number one in the business section. So it, uh,
1: yes, look yeah, out, Andy Priscilla,
0: it's going to break the charts. So who do we got next Dirtbags episode? I believe it's episode eight.
1: Mr. Big G Garrett Williams, GNM outdoor services dude I love it it's
0: gonna be electric the dude is still like I believe he's like early 20s like 23 or so and he's just killing it see I yeah I thought he was
1: like 21 but you're probably right he's probably 22 or 23 and the business he's built it just impresses the hell out of me I follow him obviously on you know my personal and then black iron stuff and it's so I always feel like he's got such a positive attitude towards everything
0: yeah, I was going to say that impresses me more than whatever business or however yep. many trucks or skid steers he has, but it's it's his attitude towards it and and I just love that. I mean, it's infectious. It's yep. um uh affecting people around him in a positive way. And also, if you look at his business or if you follow Garrett, you'll see he's not just doing things for himself or for his business. They're in every parade, they're yep. in all over, you know, supporting the school system, probably girl scouts, I mean, you name it, they're doing it. It's like man what a cool and it's not just him as well i know he's partners with his sister and they have a whole they have an incredible team yeah their leadership team and garrett will probably be the first one to tell you it's not just him Mm -hmm. that makes it happen so but huge shout out to garrett we're we are stoked to have him on at the time of this recording we have not talked to him yet on the show so it is all going to be fresh with that send us your questions whenever this airs which will be on friday send us your questions to, you know, us on Instagram, the Dirt Bags podcast, uh, or just message myself at phaser marketing or Luke at black iron dirt, because we're going to ask him those questions on the, on the podcast and yeah. whatever you want, we'll, we'll probably throw out there to him. And I think,
1: I mean, I've got a lot of questions myself for him. Cause I'm like, I'm me too. I'm like, how the hell are you doing this? Or how did you set this up? So I think it's a really good opportunity to really kind of dive in with him and again we've seen him on a couple different you know not podcasts but like youtube short clips about you know talking about some things answering some things but i feel like that's such surface level stuff yeah. to where we really want to get deep
0: yeah and he loves dirt bikes too so you know he uh what, he does. You know, what does he do outside of of the business too because i know that that's a huge part too it's you know what do guys what do guys like to do besides business and yeah i know for you and i business is our hobby like we love this stuff so it's just it's interesting to dive into what people like what people love and what really can break people down as well
1: yeah and then we kind of talked about this with james a little bit but i wanted to dive into a little bit more we just ran out of time but like stress obviously everybody has so much stress built up with business how do other people cope with it you know like him does he ride dirt bikes does he fish you know what else does he do to kind of offset those stress levels to kind of bring them down and give them the you know it is what it is roll with the punches type mentality
0: dude how cool is it to see after that episode with james the messages that came in of, of people and i had messages from people that were in their 40s and 50s and in their low 20s mm-hmm. saying like how cool it was to actually see this this deep of a conversation in yeah. the industry because i just i don't know if it's out there as deep as it was, or if they just can relate to maybe us. But it was it was incredible, man. And we had I had tried to screenshot all of them, but it uh, you know something really cool to look out for.
1: I know you sent me like you were, you sent the dirt bags group, yeah. like 15 of them, and I was like holy shit. But again, everybody I feel like so many other pot there's a lot of podcasts out there, obviously, but all of the other ones are so surface level. It's like oh tell us your story. Oh, you, when did you buy your first piece of equipment? I don't want to know that I want to know when you were at your lowest point in your life, what brought you back? What were your motivators and how Mm. did you offset that? And, you know, learn and go forward. Right.
0: Yeah. And I think, and you know, there's definitely a lot of great podcasts out there and I think, um, we're just taking a different approach at it. And, Mm -hmm. um, because I listen to a ton of podcasts in the industry and I love almost every single one of them, but, um, yeah, we're just trying to give something a little different too and give, do it in a way and this is a big shout out to our producer, Brandon. He helps edit the entire podcast. He does the snippets. Um, he tries does to make, a, he tries to do his best to make us look halfway decent. And uh, he, he's been awesome to work with. He's been on our phaser marketing team. I think we crossed his two year anniversary. So he's That's been exciting. with me for, for a long time. The coolest thing about that, he's still in school. Dude, he's trying to grind out. He's at the no- um, University of Tennessee. I believe it's in Knoxville. And good for him that poor guy. He's like, I mean, I'm just telling him I can't tell him not to finish school because his mom yeah. would probably not like me for that. But um, he's like, dude, once I get done, I'm going balls to the wall phaser, like we're gonna do so much on the podcast side and the video editing and all that. I'm like, dude,
1: I'm, I'm done with in. school. And I'm let's here. I'll be here. Hell yeah, I love that. No, Brandon's such a good dude. I love having him on our team. He's he again is just so like, yep, yeah, let's do it. Great idea or if he doesn't like something, he does speak up, which I think I appreciate more. Cause again, he has the eye, he has the ear for, you know, what we're trying to achieve too, so.
0: Yeah, we're gonna try and get him out to con expo actually. Um, that would be fun. And just to, yeah, get some more video content. I know um, that's becoming more common of just, not, not like a vlog, but just having somebody out there to capture those moments and have the B-roll footage and have, you know, some of those things going on. And he's just such a stud. So I was like, dude, I'll, I'll buy the ticket and get you out here if you want to come. Fuck. Yeah.
1: Fuck. Yeah. No, that would be really fun to have him out. He would be a good, he would be really fun to have.
0: Yeah. So well, that's good. Good stuff. Um, so I want to dive into a little bit. Um, obviously, you know, I'm more on the, the digital marketing side for construction companies. Uh, a, one thing I wanted to touch on and I've preached to the choirs quite a bit about LinkedIn. Uh, everyone listening here is probably on Instagram. Like, Instagram's got this cult following for excavation companies and it's awesome. But for some reason, half of you are on LinkedIn and the other half of that half aren't utilizing your LinkedIn. So uh, I know you were just talking to me um, off air, talking to me about your LinkedIn strategy and it sounds like it's just killing it. Dude,
1: I didn't really like, I obviously knew LinkedIn was a tool. I don't think I really understand how to like use it, but I don't think there's like a perfect way to use it right one back to the Instagram piece Instagram is only a dick swinging contest right whoever can (laughs) take the coolest picture whoever can put out the coolest videos hell yeah you're gonna get a lot of likes but with all those likes are they gonna get you jobs probably not maybe one or two but you're probably not gonna get a lot of jobs for that but LinkedIn yeah dude I don't in the last literally like a week and I don't do a whole I mean I post on my LinkedIn I need to post more but I want to keep things kind of fresh and kind of with what we're doing. Right. I don't want people to get bored of what we put out. So I'd say I post probably every week, maybe two weeks. Mm -hmm. And in the last week, I've have had 5 different, you know, commercial general contractors reach out and request that we be on their bid list. And again, there's a couple for, you know, one from the cities, couple from North Dakota. Um, There was even a guy from Montana that was a general contractor that kept liking my post. And I was like, well, that's really cool. That would be fun to do something. Granted, we're, you know, more North Dakota based. But it just shows like if you show your work in a professional setting, I feel like the right people will see it or, you know, the people within that company will see it and pass it along. Um, And, yeah, it's just been a great tool. Granted, has it has it led us to anything? Yes. With job wise? No. Are they coming? 100 percent. And that's where Luke, you and I were talking, you know, like on the phaser side. Business owners like me, we still have to put in all the, you know, not all the legwork, but we have to put in a lot of legwork. You right. don't own the company. We own the company. You're there to strengthen our back end stuff. You're there right. to make sure that we have our presence, right? It's our job to pick up the phone still.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's, it's amazing. You know, I'd say 95% of the construction companies we work with, they totally understand that. Where, you know, they don't just hire us and say, here you go, Luke go run our business. It, I'm like, it, it doesn't, work, it doesn't like work. that way. way. But um, what's what it can do, and in your case, and in most of our clients, it, you know, they hire us, and they continue to go out and grind and do the things they need to be doing, jumping yep. on the phone, you know, even posting on their personal LinkedIn, showcasing what they do. That coupled with what we do on the back end with their website, you know, some of the SEO stuff, cleaning up their graphic design, it's like, Man, you put those things together and you do that consistently over time. We're mm-hmm. not just planning for the next three weeks here. We're planning for the next three years, five Six, years, three, 10 and years. That's why I'm glad you brought that up on the LinkedIn stuff because you didn't start that saying, okay, if I don't get three jobs in three months here, I'm done. It's like, no, I'm going to showcase our stuff yep. because I realize this is a positive marketing habit that I should be doing. So I'm just going to keep showcasing our stuff. Where do people hang out that own these big commercial companies or these um, big construction companies or home builders, you know, a lot of them, those presidents are on LinkedIn, and they see your stuff. And they're like, I'll give this guy a flyer. He does great work. he seems reliable. He's obviously um, maybe organized if he's posting on LinkedIn and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's, let's give him a flyer and put him on our bid list. And then that can lead to years and years of work and projects and you know whatever you want like a solid relationship yeah
1: just building those relationships like you said i think keaton turner said it um but i asked him on a question and i basically was like you know keaton what is the best way to get in front of like general contractors and his response was cheap prices and hats so i've been trying the hat game out to where i've got like i think i have 100 western hats and then i've got like 200 black iron hats that i'm just gonna send out to people with a handwritten note. Um, I obviously can only show them cheap prices when they send me bids, but I'll have a fun written letter to them, so.
0: Dude, I love that, obviously. I mean, we've been doing that for years, the handwritten note with with the merch, it just, it sets you apart, because the way I look at it, if you can't win them with your price, which you don't really wanna win them with your price anyway, but you can win them with like your trust and your honesty, and they just know you're a good person, and you sent like this handwritten note it's like if you can win them however you do and it's an honest way i mean i'll chalk that up as a win for sure so oh
1: 100 and just <laughs> showing that you're a person to them right yeah. showing that you can have a good conversation with them again building that trust so
0: yeah the great part is is nobody's doing it so if you want to know how to get work or get somebody to work with you or new clients like whatever it is you know, do the things that people aren't doing. And that's sitting down, taking time and writing handwritten notes or letters. I mean, yep. nobody's doing it because it it does take time. And if you don't wanna do it, you don't have to, but it's, it's a huge difference maker.
1: Correct. But at the same time too, there is such an opportunity with that. Cause like you said, there's not a lot of people that are doing it. Yep. Like people will just think that they have a website and then they're immediately gonna be set up to where, yep, people are just gonna find me and come to me. Yeah no, that's not how it works. You know, I feel like every contractor out there is always looking to make good relationships with people. And as long as you know, you get in front of it it might take a couple, you know, say a couple calls, a couple texts, a couple emails, whatever it will be, I bet they'll probably give you a shot just because you're not answered to or denied once doesn't mean that you can't check up on them again, you know, say three months or two months down the road and say, Hey, this is so and so um, just kind of following up wanted to see Um, If I could help with anything, if you guys are, you know, lacking in an area or whatever it may be, you know, what can I help with? Just wanted to check in. I bet they'll probably respond and they might even have something for you. I know I was at a bachelor party this last weekend and I was talking to, it was actually one of, he's a, he's an owner of a big GC here in town. His son and I went to high school together. Um, And we were talking and it was just really fun to kind of just converse with him and you know, we had a couple drinks in us and we were actually playing a beer pond. It was oh, they're like, they're like 55. And it was me and another guy and we were just kicking the shit out of him. And he's like, you never fucking left high school, just chirping us. So it was a lot of fun. But then after that, after we got done beating him, I was sitting down and talking to him, and I was just kind of asking him, I was like, you know, what are your, you know, from what you see, what are some of the things that people need to approve on in my space? And he just went on a tangent and basically like, I hate this. So many people do this. They aren't reliable. They don't communicate. And I was like, that's what I'm, you know, I'm not trying to plug myself, but I was like, that's what I'm trying to build my space on. Here's my card, get me on your bid list. And he was like, hell yeah, I didn't know you could do this shit. And I'm like, yes, please. So that was another good, but you know, drinking does have its perks. For people like us drinking on the podcast.
0: Yeah, Um, no, and it, it, I was talking to somebody about that. Yes, uh, today, actually. So we were talking about just how Honestly, if you just do the right things and you be a decent person and you communicate well, like that already puts you in the, I mean, in the top bracket, the 90th percentile yep. among other construction companies. And it's the sad truth, but, um, I'm, I am seeing like a lot of these, um, you know, guys, younger guys to get into it and they're seeing some immediate success just because they're answering their phone, they're getting back to people. And I, I do understand that it does get to a point where you do hit a ceiling and you get overwhelmed and overworked but uh, there are ways to combat that and that kind of gets into the delegating and bringing more people into your team but man i mean just being a halfway decent human answering your phone and you know communicating well a lot of times that's what these gcs and big companies are looking for
1: correct i mean literally when somebody calls you i know so many times where i've seen it where people are like i'm not gonna fucking talk to them i'm like you should probably answer that because just by you answering it shows that you care. Like if you don't answer it, that just shows me, I have an opportunity to take over, you know, whatever you're doing. Granted, yeah. Different spaces I'm sure. But yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? Practice what you preach, you know?
0: Yeah, dude, that's a good point too. Um, crazy. So with the podcast, you know, obviously we're, we're cooking now. We I had put out a post, I think on the dirtbags, Instagram, it was like less than a month ago. I was like, we hit our first thousand downloads. Like you guys are the best, like, you know, dirt bags for life, something like that. And, yep. and literally within two weeks, I mean, we, we already hit the next thousand and we're already going. So I'm probably going to stop posting about that. Cause it's just like, it's just taken off. It's exploding. So what do you see? I mean, as the next steps, cause people are listening. They're wanting to listen. They're wanting more. Uh, obviously, we want to be more involved with the listeners. So, kind of asking them for questions for Garrett, for example, I think that's a really good way to get involved. But, what are your thoughts on some next steps as we continue to grow the Dirtbags podcast, but also like the Dirtbags media group and the website and everything?
1: So, I think, again, like you said, we've had really good downloads, really good traction on the podcast side. I think now we need to start building up our website to getting with our partners, right, Mm -hmm. we need to get, you know, those good companies that we want to work with behind us, and start kind of pushing that realm of things to where, again, probably our listeners, let us know what you guys struggle with, let us know, you know, if there's an area of weakness that you just can't find somebody good in that space, I bet we can find someone for that, right, because then we want them on our website, but then we'll also, you know, show that to you guys. So I think that's kind of our next steps that we need to take on. Granted, I think our guests are only gonna get better and better and better. Granted, we have some really good guests, so it's kind of tough to tough to top what we've already got. But I think there's so much more insight from a lot of people in that space that I'm really looking to scratch at too, and maybe they can help with some of those questions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, it's not that the guests get better, um, but it's sometimes it's us as hosts get better. And- yeah, that's what, yeah. You I am, know, our questions get better. Our, right? our mic- microphones get upgraded. Our microphones
1: get better. Our drinks get better.
0: Yeah. Things like that. <laughs> so it's, you know, and it's all across the board. And even Brandon, as the editor, he's getting better. He's doing some different things. And then we also will have more listeners as each episode is getting dropped and, and more suggestions too. So there's, I always say, I mean, we've said it from the beginning. We're an organized, but laid back podcast where we can have drinks, we can swear, we can do whatever we want. But at the same time, we're going to deliver it in a way that is organized, that uh, is thought out. You know, we've got topics and questions and, and these thoughts going, but also, you know, we, we deliver it in a way through our website, through social media, yep. on every single podcast platform. You know, we, we do put a lot of work into it. Um, but we're seeing uh, the fruits of that come out just from the messages from people and those, uh, those listeners. Correct. Definitely the stuff that's like, untouched territory you know where people normally wouldn't go um because i think we'll, we'll, we'll push that envelope and we'll, we'll go there
1: i agree i agree i don't think we really have you know the saying no laws while drinking clause i don't think we have like rules with talking to dirt bags. right
0: <laughs> i, I mean, missed
1: the catch line before that
0: yeah it's the dirt bags podcast you can yeah. kind of talk about whatever you want so we don't give a fuck yeah it, it'll be good but um Yeah. Kind of, as we wrap up here, you know, I'm glad we got to touch on uh, the episode with James. If you Mm -hmm. haven't listened to it yet, go listen to it. It is electric. Um, it's on, we even have the video up on YouTube or our website, dirtbagspodcast.com. Our next guest, we got Garrett Williams at GNM outdoors. Drop your questions, drop your questions. I mean, that, that one's going to be awesome. We're going to take the questions from you guys and use, you know, Luke and I's own questions as well. Um, that will be coming out shortly after this one, so this will launch on Friday. We're shooting for two weeks after that, so it'll. We're going to start cranking these out every two weeks, and um, you know, just just keep it rolling.
1: Hell yeah! One thing that I want to touch on before we go, Luke, you need to tell us about your Phaser Gala. I saw uh-huh. but you guys gave twenty thousand dollars to the boys these, and girls.
0: It was like the the perfect event, honestly. And it so basically what it was is. Uh, it's called the phaser fundraiser and it was a black tie gala. Um, something I've, I had wanted to do since 2020, but then COVID kind of, you know, obviously got rid of events and stuff, but so man, we, we came back, um, we did it at Detroit mountain in Detroit lakes, Minnesota, everyone got all dressed up. So it's fun to see, you know, people that don't normally dress up, they're all showered up in their tie and stuff. And, and yeah, we had a little over a hundred people and yeah. we raised we raised 20 K for the boys and girls club of DL here. And dude, it was like, we had a live auction. We had food, we had drinks, like drinks are going around. That's um, cool. Adam Thielen signed helmet was like, just, I mean, they got into a bidding war over it and it was That's like cool. the most electric thing ever. So I really cool point to that though, is, um, I kind of opened it up and I was obviously very vocal about how excited I was yep. and you know, just how much it meant. and dude, I had people that didn't live in Minnesota, reach out to me, other construction companies, you know, people from around the U S that were just like, Luke, like, how can we come next year? How can we help donate or hell? Yeah. You know, can we like donate something to the auction next year? And I was like, this is what it's all about. I mean, that, that got me more fired up than any of my day to day stuff that I've done in business. And, and I love that stuff, but it, uh, it was incredible, man. Just just to see like everyone out there having drinks, having fun. Um, my dad, you know, shout out to him. He was he was doing all the entertainment and music and that's it so just, fun. uh so we will definitely do it again next year. I already I already announced we're gonna do hundred K. So I gotta somehow raise that. So
1: Hell that's well, honestly though, I mean, with a lot of people reaching out, I bet it's very feasible. Again, I wish I w- I could have made it, but again, I had that bachelor party, but no, I'm, I'm definitely going to be there next year and O'Reilly will come with me. So we're, we're excited.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll get a few whiskey cokes in, yeah, and then we'll make you bid a lot. So that'll, that'll help with the goal. And yeah, I mean, just, I mean, huge thanks and shout out to anyone and everyone that, that did reach out because it does mean a lot to me, to them, to everyone. One other cool thing. Uh, we have the picture, we should have the picture on our website, but five of our phaser marketing team members were there and i hadn't met any of them in person
1: that's super cool like how electric is that that's, that's so, cool. so fun i bet like meeting like the first time was
0: like oh my god you're my boss yeah. oh my god you're the one that does all this that's yeah cool. so, some of them i would worked with for over two years now and i just that's had never so cool. met them so so next year we're planning on getting the whole squad we have a team of 12 and we're trying to get everyone out um one of our designers lives in serbia and he's, he said he's going to get his visa and, and come, up. come on
1: over that would be really cool it's like dude you got to do it but yep um,
0: no it was awesome we even closed down zorba's after and you know took the boozy bus <laughs> home at three in the morning it was it was great
1: love that they actually picked me up from we this year <laughs> the boozy bus boys it was uh, i was very thankful for them because when it's time to go it's time to go and they were yeah. spot on
0: yeah you need to get home so Um, but yeah, man, it it was great. So anyone that is interested in yeah, either donating or coming, I mean, give me a, give me a shout, shoot me a message. I'll, I'll definitely get back to you on that. And, uh, it'd be great to have everyone out. We're trying to have, you know, three to 400 people just to raise that hundred K. Like that would be, that would be a highlight to, to never forget. That'd be really cool.
1: Hell yeah. Well, I'm anxious for next year and I'm glad it went well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a wrap on this Dirtbags episode. Get ready for Garrett Williams on the next episode. Luke, it's always good. Having always good with you. And uh, cheers, man.
1: Cheers, everyone listening. Send us your questions. Don't be shy. We want to hear them. We need them, um, and I'm sure you guys want to have some of your questions answered. So please send them to us.
0: All right, let's go.